Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. And I can train, train loan officers fine because I, I am one, you know, so to speak. I'm a, I'm, a brand, I'm a non-producing branch manager these days. But like as far as like treat, you know, training a loan partner, that, that's a different skill set. It is. And, and, and frankly, I don't know what page three of the bank statement looks like because my loan partner does, right? Which is what uh-huh. you taught me. Hi, everybody. My name's Irene, and I'm hosting the Loan Team Training Podcast today. And I have a really great friend, Carl White from the Mortgage Marketing Animals. And the Freedom Club is here with us today. He's my very first guest Carl had to be my first guest. I knew when I was going to start the podcast that it had to be Carl that was first because he is my biggest mentor. So Carl, welcome to the Loan Team Training Podcast. See, and I thought you were my biggest mentor. See, that's how that's how great relationships work, though, isn't it, Irene? It is. It is. So I I have to tell you, you. I I have to tell you, I feel like I'm on Johnny Carson's first episode or (laughs) Or, or Oprah Winfrey's first episode, or Ellen DeGeneres' first episode. I feel like, holy cow, this is this is so exciting. It is truly an honor to uh, to be on your uh, first episode of your podcast, first of many of your episodes of the podcast. So good to be here. Well, thank you, Carl. 
So tell me a little bit about the podcast. Like what's the future hold for this? Because I'll go back and listen. To, well, I won't listen to my episode. I'll, I'll listen to the next one. So the name of it is Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. And the journey is to help loan officers and, and other people as well to know how to utilize a team and mm-hmm. how to get their team trained so that they can have processes and systems and do things the same way every time mm-hmm. and have a process for doing that so that their business runs smoothly when they're there or when they're not there. The team, Mm. you taught me that, Carl, about Mm. how important a team is and Mm. having them trained because a lot of times loan officers, they don't want or don't want to, or they don't have time to train the team themselves. Or in my case, I didn't know how to train them. I didn't know how to train them. Like, look, I'm really good at what I do, which is sales. And I can train train loan officers fine because I I am one, you know, so to speak. I'm a I'm a brand, I'm a non-producing branch manager these days. But like as far as like treat, you know, training a loan partner, that, that's a different skill set. It and, is. And and frankly, I don't know what page three of the bank statement looks like because my loan partner does, right? Which is what uh-huh. you taught me. Yep. It's gonna help people whether they're in the loan business or not, but our our main person, of course, is the loan officers because they're the yeah. ones that have the team or branch managers company owners. Yeah. And we're going to talk about their different ways of utilizing their team so that Mm. they can be successful and their team can be successful with them. Can can I ask you a couple of questions? Is that okay? Sure. What's the biggest mistake you see loan officers make when they start putting a team together? Like, like if I'm, I'm at, I'm, I'm just getting ready to hire my first person and I hired that first person what, what's the biggest mistake you see people make? They bring the people on and then they just leave them alone. They say, here, here's your desk. Here's your stuff. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get started. And they don't mm-hmm. give them, number one, sometimes they don't properly onboard them. They don't give them mm-hmm. all of the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, about how to work in their system. Mm-hmm. And then the second mistake right along with it is that they don't give them any training, especially when they bring new people on that are new to the business, they don't mm-hmm. always train them. Or if they've only had a year or two experience, they don't always give them the training they need. Either they don't have someone to train them or they just figure, oh, they'll just pick it up as they go. And that's mm-hmm. not the best. You and I both know that's not the best way to learn. Yeah. You know what I think the biggest mistake is? What? I think that one. Yep. I think that one. I think another one, which probably happens, is, which is a different question. What's the biggest mistake you see people make with an assistant, which is not what I asked you. I asked you after they hired that person. I think on the before side, before they hire somebody is waiting too long to get that first person and thinking I have to get my volume up before I do this stuff. When the volume, now that I know what I know, as the old saying goes, the volume doesn't go up until after I get some help. It doesn't happen yes. before it happens. It happens after. So, and I, th- I think it's just having the, uh, I don't know if courage is the right word. Maybe it is, but having the, having the courage to go ahead, you know, it's jumping off the cliff, growing, you, growing your wings on the way down, you know, just knowing, I know if I had some help, I could, I could get more results because I could spend more time prospecting, but I'm afraid to do it. Yes. I'm afraid. What if payroll comes due before I have a chance to ramp this stuff up and, and I think we, we, we cut ourselves some slack and we go, well, I don't want to be too hard on myself. I don't want to, I don't want to put all this pressure on me. Pressure is what makes diamonds, right? Pressure is what makes diamonds. I think pressure 
when handled appropriately, you know, you don't grow any muscles until you put some weight on the barbell. So they tell me, so rumor has it. So I've, <laughs> I've read, in, I've read in magazines. Yeah. It's not until you yeah. put weight on my barbell. And uh, so I find when I got my back against the wall, I do my best stuff. You know, yes. I, I hesitate saying that. Cause I, th- I think the good Lord above Irene, you and I both serve uh, is going to say, awesome. Here's a bunch of pressure so you can hurt and grow. You know, <laughs> yes. it's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to grow anymore. You know, but yeah, it, it's courage and it's faith. You have to have faith in yourself, Mm. faith that you will go do the work. If Mm -hmm. you hire somebody to do that work for you, then you're freed up to go do the work to bring the business in. And you have to have faith in yourself too, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tell you, there's, uh, for me, one of my great motivating factors, I walk into the office and I see all those smiling faces looking at me. And I, and I think to myself, each one, just like I have my life. I mean, this sounds kind of silly, but I think this, they, they have a life too. And they have a, a husband or a wife or kids or a cat or a dog or a potted plant in the corner. That's, you know, relying yep. on them yes. and they, they relying on me so that their downlink can rely on them. And I, and, and sometimes I walk in, I go, you know, I just don't feel like doing this today. And I see those smiling faces and I go, but you know what? They're counting on me. Yes. And, and I find that's a, I would say these days, that's my, like literally, I would say that's my number one motivating factor. I see whether it's one assistant or, or 50, right. Mm-hmm. But I walk in and see, let's just say if it one, I walk in and see that one and, and looking at me and man, they're counting me to do my, to do what I, uh, I'm going to do. And, and because of that, I go do it. And then because of that, I end up making a bunch of money, you know, and, and they get paid and I get paid even, you know, more than I was before I got them. Right. Nothing like a good old deadline, you know, committing that I'm going to do something and then people counting on me. I'll go out and chop chop some wood where if I go, "Eh, I'll chop some wood when I get cold. Eh, I'm okay. I'll just go get another blanket, you know, but but when I know that this person over here is counting on me, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent. I'm talking to people that, that I coach through the freedom club with you and they are putting in the work because they don't want to let people go. I mean, it is a big motivating factor. They love their team and they don't want to let them go. They don't want to cut back their hours. So they're doing the stuff that they would, that they wouldn't do before. They're doing it now because people are cutting back and they don't, they don't want to let them be cut back. And, and, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking, you know, pressure that man, that's a wrong word. Cause like, it's, it's a positive pressure. it's like a pulling forward instead of pushing back. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's, it's, it's like, man, if I just go do this stuff and, and make this stuff happen, we get to go to Disney, you know, so exactly. to speak, figuratively speaking, man, I really want to go to Disney. So I don't know. It's, it's a, it's not a negative thing. It's a, it's a, it is, it's a positive. Thing. It's a very positive thing. It's, it's like, it's like, you know what it is? It's like, it's game day. It's a super bowl and I'm excited to win here. So it's, yes. a, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, there's no, nobody's life's on the line here. Right. It's not like we're not, we're not in surgery. Right. You know, this, this is uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. The lack of training, you, you know, you know what else I would say is like being the assistant's assistant, you know, that I'll, yes. uh, I'll never forget my, uh, my first assistant, Jeanette, God bless her. I cannot tell you how many times she would say, look, I got this. You hired me to do this job. I got this. 
why don't we, oh, I don't know. Why don't we get you to go do your job, Carl, and bring more loans in, you know? <laughs> and she would, she'd talk just like that. Everyone needs someone like that on their team. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. 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 When we, yeah. when we do training classes, courses for the loan partners and the team members, we teach them that like that's part of the curriculum is teaching them how they can be such a support to their loan officer by mm-hmm. letting them know, I got this. You go do your thing. I'll do mine and it'll get done really, really mm-hmm. well. And that's how they can best support the loan officer. Yeah. And, and they get permission to do that from their loan officer and it helps their loan officer like it did you with Jeanette. Yeah. My guess is these days it's pretty, I don't know if, if easy is the right word. But I, I would think there's a lot of, like, as far as having to hire somebody, quote, new in the business, you know, last October, about a year ago this time, we were having to do that just because of volume. Yes. But with a, a lot of companies laying a lot of people off, I bet it's, uh, are you hearing that? Is it pretty easy to find, like, good, yes. established, experienced people that can, like, get off and running, like, real quick? Yes, it is really, it's a lot easier than it was. And it's, it, that's a good thing for the loan officers that, that are hiring right now. And there's plenty of people hiring. It's not mm-hmm. like there's nobody hiring. We both know that, right? Yeah. There's people that are doing really well in this market because they're doing the daily success plan. They're yeah. doing the activities that they're supposed to. I have some people that I coach that are doing better right now because they're doing those activities where when it was really busy, they were not always doing those activities mm-hmm. because they were just barely keeping up. But they're actually doing better now because of the daily success plan, because of doing the the calls, the handwritten notes, the face-to-face meetings. Those are being done. And they can do it because they have a team member that helps them in the office so that they can get out more. Mm -hmm. And that team member is trained. And that's why. That's why they can do it. You know, I was talking with, I think it was Ralph, Ralph Watkins. I love that man. He's just Me a fan. I do. I absolutely love him. Him and his wife. They're just uh, see, I, I feel weird saying I love his wife, right? Because that might come across <laughs> as weird, you know, but. Uh, you love uh, them together. <laughs> I do. I, I, he's my brother and she's my sister, right? And I really love yes. it. Anyway, I, I was talking, I think it was him. And he said, uh, Carl, you know how you know you have to have the right assistant? And I, I said, well, I, I think I do. But why, why don't you tell me what, like, you obviously you got something on your mind. Tell me, how do I know I got the right one? He says, you tell them to go do something and they go do it. And you think that's a good assistant. And then they wait until you tell them something else to do. And we think in the past, I thought that was a good assistant. So I tell them what to do. They go do it. And they, they, they wait on me to do, to tell them what else to do next. He said, but I've learned that's not the good assistant. And maybe that is a good one, right? Good's not good enough. Right. The excellent one, you sh- tell them what to do. They go do it. And then they go find what else needs to be done. Exactly. And that's where, like for me, a good assistant is not an overhead. It's a profit center because they help me write more loans. Yes. You know, that every time they're talking, which is what your training teaches, Irene, is see most trainings, they'll teach them how to, I don't know, you know, fill out form 25D slash two, whatever that Mm -hmm. happens to be. I just made that up, right? Yeah. And, and And I think that's all fine and dandy, but that person's still an overhead. When you teach them, oh, by the way, when they're talking with the listing agent, when they're talking with the title company, when your assistant's talking with the, the borrower, or the co-borrower, or maybe the seller for some reason, that if you could 
teach them how to ask for more business in the process. Like to have, give that person a called in the, like, I don't know, the title company wants to call and confirm the closing date this day, right? And when your assistant then at the end of that call, ask the title company, what's their favorite real estate agent they could introduce, you know, loan officer Larry uh, yes. to they work for. And they learn these scripting on how to get more loans from the people that they're currently talking to. Mm-hmm. That's when it's a profit center. Cause the, the successful closing isn't closing on time. The successful closing is closing on time and getting at least one more referral that's yes. going to go to closing also from that. That's the secret sauce. I think in the assisting thing is getting them, teaching them how to bring in more loans too. That's what makes them a profit center. And then they're, they're the, the, the extra loans they help bring in pays their salary. And now you've really got like a free assistant to help you get page three of the bank statement, like get you out of the, so not only do they free you up to close more loans, you make more money that way. When they're talking with people, they actually bring more loans in. And even if they're not a, a salesperson, which officially, I guess they're not, when they have the right scripts, the scripts that you guys teach, they just like read that sentence. And that's how they ask for them, but they don't have to come up with ways to, and, and what I like about what you guys do is you teach them the importance of helping to bring yes. in more loans so that the loan officer breaks out with a cold bead of sweat with the thought of them leaving. Cause they think, Oh my gosh, I'm going to these extra three loans that my assistant brought in. If, if, if I lose that person, I, I lose those three loans. Yes. Good stuff. Thank you. And the connection that they, they learn to build a connection with the buyers and the yeah. realtors so that they, the people want to come back to them. And we, the thing about that's fun about it is we teach them how important they are to the process as well and yeah. how the loan officer needs them, that everybody is needed on the team. And yeah. so we teach them the mindset also. They don't have to be salespeople. You know, they can ask a question. And it's like uh, what you said about Diane all these years is when she first started for you, right? And And you said, you know, Diane, you know, how do you take the rejection? And she said, well, they're not, they're not rejecting me. They're rejecting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So that's we, what we teach them that, you know, it's not, they're not saying no to you. They're saying no to the loan officer. Saying no to the loan officer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not asking for a date for you. You're asking for a date for the loan officer. Right. That's so, right. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah you know, the, one of the biggest things I struggled with, with getting help was I felt like I was dumping on them, you know, cause they're doing the activities that I don't like to do. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it was Diane early, early, early on, you know, she said, well, I'll do that. And I said, well, Diane, I don't want to keep be dumping on you all the time. Say, Carl, you're not, I like this. You're like dumping ice cream on me. I like doing this part. Yes. And that was a game changer for me. It was like, okay, wait a second. We're all not the same. And the things that I think is like, you know, quote, dumping on her and I like her, right? I like her. She's, she's mm-hmm. a, even when I first met, I went, you know, I, I like this lady. I, I don't want to hurt her. You know, I want to, I want to, I want her to look forward to work. And if I give her all this crap work or what I would call crap work, you know, she'll, she'll burn out and leave. Like I was burning out, not that I would leave, but, you know, pondered it, you know, because yeah. I was getting burned out by doing all the stuff I didn't like, but I thought, well, wait a minute, she actually likes that part. And the part that I love doing is not her favorite thing. Right. You know, we're, we're different people motivated by different things and different skill sets and different experiences. And uh, somebody's trash is another person's treasure, as they say, I guess. And, Boy, that's uh, the truth. And I see that a lot talking to the loan officers while I coach them and then talking to the, the team members. 
And one of the questions I always ask, and nobody raises their hand when I ask this, how many of you would really rather be and enjoy being on commission as a loan officer going out and getting the business and bringing it in? Mm. And it's crickets because they're doing what they love to do. They're taking care of the clients. They're doing what they enjoy and they love going to work every day, just like you love going to work. Mm-hmm. doing what you do. So that's but important. I do, the, but, I, do the, I, I do the parts that I love to do. See, that's that's what's really costing loan officers. Man, you think having an assistant is expensive. Not having one is costing a fortune. Boy, I saw, that's the truth. We, we sent out this survey, Irene, and we sent it out probably five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. And uh, the survey was those of you that have an assistant, how many extra loans did you bring in once you had an assistant in place? So no assistant, how many loans are you bring in? Now that you have an assistant, how many loans are you bringing in? I think the most we saw was somebody was doing 10 more. I think the least we saw was, I think it was like four or five. I think the average was like five, six, seven. So let's just split and have say six. Let's say you make an average of $3,000. Hey, let's even go on the low side. Let's say $2,000 per loan, you know, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, you live in Ohio, smaller loan, awesome place, but smaller loan amounts versus San yeah. Diego, bigger, but let's just say even, even at $2,000 per closing, you close those, that's an extra 12 grand. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So, so let's say the assistant gets, I don't know, five of it, just say, mm-hmm. just say, which these days that might be a little on the higher side, but just say, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's, that's if they get if they get five of it and you make an extra twelve, that's seven grand left. Yes. So you're you have help, you have less headaches, you're doing more of what you like and less of what you don't like, and you make an extra seven grand. So it costs you seven grand not to have an assistant, work more, work more hours, more frustrating, more burnout. Yeah, you you yeah. you pay you pay you pay seven grand a month for the privilege of not having help. That just that's just a check I don't want to write. No, it's not. It's not a check to write. That's for sure. Yeah. And the ones that have gotten assistance and have really utilized them and had them trained the way they should be trained, it's a yeah. game changer. You know, I can hear some people say, "Well, wait a minute, I, Carl, I'm, I, Irene, I'm, I'm closing a couple loans a month. I, I, I can't afford an assistant right now, so this conversation really doesn't apply to me." How often do your the assistants that you train do they oftentimes have like more than one loan officer? Like you have one assistant for like two, three or four loan officers sometimes. Is that, is that yes. a regular thing? We have had a few like that. Not a lot, but we have had a few like that. The thing is that setting up, when you do that, setting up systems and processes is even more important because every loan officer should be doing it or every loan assistant or loan partner should be doing it the same way every time, no matter what loan officer they work for. Yeah. So it's even yeah. more important during that time to do it that way. You know, I, I was talking to somebody uh, right before we hit the record button here. Somebody asked me something about how are you reacting to the market? I said, dude, the market's just the market. Super nice guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. I told him uh, the market doesn't dictate our success or lack thereof. Our actions, our activities do. Yes. Right. And so if I hunker down, man, it's, it's going to be a long, cold winter, right? Yep. Winter's coming, as they say. Mm-hmm. And if I start taking action and increasing market share, because you go, hey, Carl, there's less deals per hundred people, per hundred people that live in my community. 
awesome. Get another hundred people, mm-hmm. right? Just put more, as we say, or on the belt, which what that means. I know you've heard this, Irene, but you know, just for our listeners that uh, gold is often comes from iron ore. And so they, they get iron ore and they put it in the smelting process, whatever that is, right? Melting uh-huh. down, and they pour gold out of the ore. So if your ore has less gold in it and you want the same amount of gold, well, I, I guess you just need to put more ore on, on the belt, mm-hmm. right? And just increase market share. And yes. so, so for me, the market's never, the market doesn't dictate our income. Our actions dictate our income. Boy, you know? that's the truth. Mm-hmm. That or, is and, really and, truth. and then, or, or lack thereof. So the market isn't the reason for my decrease in loans, perhaps this year, for those that are experiencing that it's my lack of taking action. It's my lack of, it's my lack of prospecting. You want to make more money, go prospect more. You want to, prospect yes. more? You, have, you better have somebody back in the office, got your back. Cause if, if I'm out prospecting and then the, you know, the termite inspector inspector is calling my cell phone, I, I can't prospect that way. I was talking to a guy this morning, uh, we were doing a zoom call and again, super nice guy. I hear this ding, 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 ding in the yeah. background. I thought it was in Las Vegas. I said, what? I said, dude, what <laughs> is that? And, and again, super nice guy, right? And uh, he said, it's, it's my email notification. Good God, man. Would you, <gasps> would you please t- turn you know, it please off? T- please turn that thing off, you know? Yes. And, and having the distractions. It's a big it's, deal. It's a big deal. It's very costly. And, and having, having an assistant free up my schedule. Look, you want to close more loans? You got to prospect more. You want to prospect more? You got to have help. Yes. Right? Just, it's just that easy. So, and, and in some markets, you have to prospect more. Like it doesn't, you're right now, we might be riding the bicycle uphill and yeah, you just I have to do whatever it takes to make sure you have that prospecting time set yeah. aside and doing it and whatever it takes to cut out all the distractions. So, when I'm coaching people, I tell them turn off everything, turn off, put your phone on, do not disturb. Don't even have your cell phone near you. If you can turn off all your notifications, pretend like you're in a bubble. That's what I always tell people. Mm -hmm. You are in a bubble. You're in a prospecting Mm -hmm. bubble and Mm -hmm. you don't even know what's going on on the outside, Mm -hmm. on the outside world. You have no idea what's happening there. Because you have a great assistant that has your back. That's right. And is fielding those phone calls. Yes. Setting on the application link getting the process started, maybe even ta- if they're licensed, taking the application Yes. so that you can just call them back and sell the deal. That way, God knows the last thing we want to happen, happen is, for them to, is, is to go to our voicemail. I, we, we, we saw this thing not too long ago, Irene. It said that 79% of the people close their loan with the first loan officer they talk to. Mm-hmm. And then about, I think it was like two months ago or so, something like that. I called a hundred loan officers, just random. Didn't know who they were, just random. And out of the hundred, what was the number? 89 of them, I think it was. Almost all of them, 89, I called and got their voicemail. Wow. Right, And, and maybe it was 87, but it's something like that. So eight, let's just say 89. Well, wait, get this. Of the 89, I think it was like seven of them, their voicemail was full. And that's even worse. Oh, I just thought... I don't even know what that looked like. What does that look like that Verizon, one of the biggest databases in the world, they tap out because you have too many voicemails. They go, whoa, dude, we, we can't handle any more of your voicemails. We're full. Yeah. I, I think I Googled it, if I remember right. Or, or I think Steve did. Our, our friend, Steve Kyles, I think he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Googled, or, or maybe it was Frank, uh, Googled how many voicemails like does 
Verizon voicemail hold. I think he said it was 45 minutes worth. Wow. How in the heck do you have 45 minutes worth of voicemails when you could have an assistant answering that call and turn those calls into money? Yes. Because if, you, if they catch your voicemail and somebody else answers the call, they got a 79, 79% chance of closing that deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to give somebody else a 79 mile head start in a hundred mile race. No, no yeah. way. So So I have a question for you, Carl. I haven't asked you very many questions yet. We'll do another interview where I can really get into it with how you became successful. You're you're such. I hang out with people like you, Irene, and I'm not saying that to be. No, no, no. I'm serious. That's exactly how I do it. I hang out with great people. I'm a great student of humans and of human behavior and of human personalities. And I hang out with smart people. Right. And see, so you got your humble hat on. You go, oh, Carl, no, 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 I'm being serious. I hang out with very smart people. I hang out with ethical people. I hang out with people that's got my back because, sister, I got yours. Yes, you do. And when somebody doesn't have my back, I just get them, remove them from my circle. Don't, don't wish them any harm. Right. right. Don't wish them any will They're out of my circle. Right. And uh, so I hang out with smart people. I hang out with people that's got my back because I got theirs. I hang out with people with different skill sets than I do. You know, I, I read this thing not too long ago. I always knew a version of this, but it said that I'm 10% because of me. I'm 90% because of who I hang out with. Yeah. And so I'm very, very, very careful, very careful on who I hang out with. Mm-hmm. And not that everybody has to be rich and famous. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I've got something to learn from that person. And maybe what I got to learn is how to have fun sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I learn, I think of, Dear friend of mine I've had since the fourth grade, his name is Mike Hayes. I've been my buddies literally since the fourth grade, which is many moons ago, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike taught me the gift of having fun and not at the expense of other people, by the way, you know? Right. So, uh, so yeah, I would say who I hang out with, who I listen to, 90% of, of, of the success. The other 10%, I'm, I'm persistent and consistent. I don't mm-hmm. give up. I'll, I'll claw for every legal, ethical, and moral. I'll claw for every, most of the time, I say it that way, most of the time, I'll, I'll, nobody's perfect, right? I've, I've got my faults and I work on those. I, I do. I work on those, mm-hmm. but I, I claw for every inch, you know, I claw for every inch. So it's 10% perseverance and, and, and consistency and, and 90% is who I'm hanging out with. That's it. Yes. And you know, one of the things that I've learned from you is to keep things simple. That's hard for me because I yeah. can make things pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. just naturally. So I have to really work on that to keep things simple. Well, you know, the, uh, and I'm not saying this to be humble or funny. This is the truth. I think the, the good Lord blessed me with what I call a low complexity ceiling. So, so sometimes <laughs> I've been known to take complex situations and make them simple, but I had to do that so I could follow it. So I got like somebody comes up to me with a 13 step funnel mm-hmm. of how they're going to make something work. And I'm looking at them going, good God, I can't even follow it. You know, and I go, well, if, if we were to simplify this down to three steps, what would those three steps be? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we could this and this and this one. I go, awesome. Now, of those three, which one can we delete out? I, well, I guess this one. Awesome. That's our plan. This, these two steps right here. Yes. And I find that if we have a, a complex plan in front of us, we're not going to do it. It's too complex. Just, if, it's, if it's a simple plan that works, it's effective it's likely that we will complete it. So keeping things simple, uh, makes things happen faster, uh, easier to follow, easier to duplicate, easier to hire an assistant, i.e. your stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and, and help them make that happen for me. And it's all I can follow. So. 
Well, I, I know for sure that you've helped me over the years in figuring out a lot of things, but it's just been an honor, Carl, to have started the Freedom Club with you and be able to coach for the Freedom Club and with Mortgage Marketing Animals and all the things that you've taught me over the years. For the listeners, I must have listened to Carl tell, like present oh, hundreds and hundreds of times. And every time he says, don't you ever get tired <laughs> of sitting there listening to me? And I always say, never. You have told stories that I love to hear. It's like watching a movie. You know, you're going to see a good movie and wait for that one story in the movie every single time. That's how I feel when you present because you're so sincere. And I want the listeners to know that I, that everything you say is so true because I have had the privilege and the honor of witnessing from the very beginning of the Freedom Club how we were able to put that together because of the different skill sets that we had. And because like, I don't know if you remember this, Carl, but when we first started it, I used to say, you're the magnet. You're the one, even though they were talking to me, coaching them, you are the magnet. And it's because of your humility, all of the great skill sets that you have, but you're so humble. And it, what you said earlier about hanging out with people and people that are loyal and that you do have our back, people that have your back. Boy, that is so true. I've been able to witness that firsthand for the last 12 years. And I just really appreciate that about you. And I want the listeners to know that who they see when they listen to a podcast with Carl, who they see when they go to an event and watch Carl, that's exactly who Carl is. Yeah, and but all because all and I appreciate that. Thank you. And 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 but again, 90% of that is who I hang out with. Yeah. And so I've learned, trust me, I humility isn't something that uh, we're born with. Right. Cause you take a, uh, you take a six month old, they're yelling and screaming, me, 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 feed That's me, feed me. I got a wet diaper, change me now, do this now, do this now. So it's all about them. So humility is, is, is a, is a learned skill and, and almost never is it through positive things, <laughs> you know, That's so, the it's, truth. so it's, yeah, I've, I've got bumps and bruises uh, throughout the years, but I found, and, and, and much like this season that we're in now, which I would say is a bump and bruise season, right? Mm -hmm we get our growth through these hard times yes. that I don't know if I ever learned, learned anything in victory. I always learned things in, and I don't even want to use the word defeat, but in my, in my challenges, you know, it goes back again. We don't grow muscles until you put weight on the, on the barbell. And so you get a little weight on there and you go, well, I'm going to just sit here and wait until somebody takes the weight off the barbell. Yeah. That's not going to turn out real well. I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine this morning, uh, Todd Scream. I don't know if you know who Todd is. Yeah, I know Todd. Awesome guy. And he made a prediction to me. I hope it's okay to share it here. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's anything in secret or anything. He predicted that in the next six months, we're going to lose uh, half of all the companies and half of all the loan officers are going to fall out of the business. I, I think he's being a little generous. I think it's going to be more than that. I really wow. do. And it's just people are waiting until somebody takes the weight off the barbell, man, that's not going to happen. Mm -mm. So right now is the time to grow your muscles. It's a time to grit your teeth a little bit, put your war paint on, yeah. get some good help, make sure that they're trained. We do not have time to quote, train an assistant right now. That's going to take too long. You got to get people that already know where the gas goes yes, and then make sure that they have the scripts and the knowledge, Irene, that your training does to bring them in more business, not four months from now when, 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 when I get around to training them, 
they got to come out of the gate right freaking now ready to go. Yeah, don't uh, don't don't sit and watch things happen or wonder because then you'll be one of the ones that's sitting there outside outside the window looking in going, what happened? Somebody called me a little bit ago and said, you know, Carl, I think I'm going to bail out. I'm going to tap out. I'm thinking, dude, you're so close. If you just yes. knew what you're what you're letting go, if you just go do the action, because because he's going he's going to leave this and go get what he called a real job. And said, dude, if you treated this like a real job, if you had discipline, you know, to go do this for eight hours a day, like this other thing you're going to do, and you're, you're going to have a taskmaster, you know, beating you with a cane, so to speak, to make sure you're doing your work, mm-hmm. you're going to make a fraction of the money that you could make doing this if you just had the right help and did the right thing. So anyway, yes. Anyway, well, well I mean, I could, I could talk to you all day and I, I don't, I know you, you told me to try to keep <laughs> 30 and I, you know, it's, it's hard to get me to shut up, but I, I love talking to you. I love hanging out with you and I love what you have to offer. And I can't wait to hear the subsequent uh, episodes of your podcast. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for being here, Carl. I knew you had to be my first guest and I'm grateful for you. So anyone who wants to know any good things about the loan business these days, Carl White is the one that will teach them to you. So I appreciate you, Carl. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your, your, I feel like your family, you're my brother. And um, I just appreciate everything I've learned from you. You've been my biggest mentor. And thank you for being the first guest on the podcast today. Really, it was, it was, uh, it was an honor. I, I, I really feel uh, uh, if your intention was to make me feel special, uh, mission accomplished. It's, uh, I'm just so excited to watch your journey. And I've seen you help so many people throughout the years, both in your coaching and then in your, uh, the training uh, that you offer. So it's really cool stuff. So thanks a lot, Irene. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Carl. I hope you enjoyed our first ever episode of Loan Officer Team Training, and we really appreciated you being here. And if you liked what you've heard, I would really appreciate you leaving us a five-star review. That will really help us get the word out there about our podcast. We really appreciate you. And don't forget to go to LoanTeamTraining.com to get information about our training classes. We have a few there for new and experienced loan assistants or loan partners. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoy your day. loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training and how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're going to practice live with other class members. And they're going to also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. 
client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're going to receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab.